Hare Krishna, all assembled Vaishnavas, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. Gorhari and I are here holding down the fort and trying to keep the transcendental sound going to purify the ether of this world which has become very disturbed. Srila um, Sanatan Goswami, the senior disciple of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, composed Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram to explain to us and glorify the Srimad Bhagavatam. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kalidvanduditaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema Varshakshadhyate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You, you are Sri Krishna Himself. Mareka Bando Matsangin Madguru man mahadana manishtadagamagbhagya mad ananda namostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chuchatakada O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we reach the fifth chapter of the fifth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Lord Vishavadev is now teaching his sons and these are very important uh, lessons, uh, many of the verses used by Srila Prabhupada in his teachings. We're starting with text 4. 
nunam pramatak kurute vikarma yadindriya priteya aprinoti nasadu manye yata atmanoyam asanna piklesha asadeyaha when a person considers sense gratification the aim of his life, he certainly becomes mad after materialistic living and engages in all kinds of sinful activity. He does not know that due to his past misdeeds, he has already received a body, which, although temporary, is the cause of his misery. Actually, a living entity should not have taken on a material body, but he has been awarded the material body for sense gratification. Therefore, I think it not befitting an intelligent man to involve himself again in the activities of sense gratification by which he perpetually gets material bodies one after another. Purport Begging, borrowing, and stealing to live for sense gratification is condemned in this verse because such consciousness leads one to a dark, hellish condition. The four sinful activities are illicit sex, meat-eating, intoxication, and gambling. These are the means by which one gets another material body that is full of miseries. In the Vedas it is said, Asango yayam pudushak a living entity is not really connected with this material world, but due to his tendency to enjoy the material senses, he is put into the material condition. One should perfect his life by associating with devotees. He should not become further implicated in the material body. Text 5 Padabhabhas tabadabhoda jato Yavan Chajigyasata Atmatatmam Yavat Kriyas Tabadidam Manovai Karmatmakam Yena Shurida Bandaha As long as one does not inquire about the spiritual values of life, one is defeated and subjected to miseries arising from ignorance. Be it sinful or pious, Karma has its resultant actions. If a person is engaged in any kind of karma, his mind is called karmatmaka, colored with fruitive activity. As long as the mind is impure, consciousness is unclear, and as long as he is absorbed in fruitive activity, he has to accept a material body. Purport Generally, People think that one should act very piously in order to be relieved from misery. But this is not a fact. Even though one engages in pious activity and speculation, he is nonetheless defeated. His only aim should be emancipation from the clutches of maya and all material activities. Speculative knowledge and pious activity do not solve the problems of material life. One should be inquisitive 
to understand his spiritual position. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 437, As a blazing fire turns firewood to ashes, O Arjuna, so does the fire of knowledge burn to ashes all reactions to material activities. Unless one understands the self and its activities, one has to be considered in material bondage. In Srimad Bhagavatam 10.2.32, it is also said, Yen ye ravindaksha vimuktamaninas twayasta bhavad avishuddha buddhayaha. A person who doesn't have knowledge of devotional service may think himself liberated but actually he is not. Aruya Krich Trainapadam Padam Tatak Padantado Nadrita Yushmad Angrayaha. Such people may approach the impersonal Brahman effulgence, but they fall down again into material enjoyment because they have no knowledge of devotional service. As long as one is interested in karma and jnana, he continues enduring the miseries of material life, birth, old age, disease, and death. Karmis certainly take on body after another. Karmis certainly take on one body after another. As far as jnanis are concerned, unless they are promoted to the topmost understanding, they must return to the material world. As explained in Bhagavad Gita 7.19 Bahunam Janmanamante Jnanavam Mam Prapadyate The point is to know Krishna, Vasudeva, as everything and surrender unto Him. Karmis do not know this, but a devotee who is 100% engaged in the devotional service of the Lord knows fully what is karma and jnana. Therefore, a pure devotee is no longer interested in karma or jnana. Anyabhilashita shunyam jnana karma jnavritam. The real bhakta is untouched by any tinge of karma and jnana. Its only purpose in life is to serve the Lord. Text 6. When the living entity when the living entity is covered by the mode of ignorance, he does not understand the individual living being and the supreme living being, and his mind is subjugated by fruitive activity. Therefore, until one has love for Lord Vasudeva, who is none other than myself, he is certainly not delivered from having to accept a material body again and again. Purport When the mind is polluted by fruitive activity, the living entity wants to be elevated from one material position to another. Generally, everyone is involved in working hard 
day and night to improve his economic condition. Even when one understands the Vedic rituals, he becomes interested in promotion to heavenly planets. Not knowing that one's real interest lies in returning home, back to Godhead. By acting on the platform of fruitive activity, one wanders throughout the universe in different species and forms. Unless he comes in contact with a devotee of the Lord, a guru, he does not become attached to the service of Lord Vasudeva. Knowledge of Vasudeva requires many births to understand. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 7.19 Vasudevak Sarvamiti Samahatma Labaha. After struggling for existence for many births, one may take shelter at the lotus feet of Vasudeva, Krishna. When this happens, one actually becomes wise and surrenders unto Him. That is the only way to stop the repetition of birth and death. This is confirmed in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya 19, 151. In the instructions given by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Srila Rupa Goswami at Dashashwameda Ghat. Brahmanda Brahmite Kon Bhagyaban Jeev Guru Krishna Prasade Poi Vaktilata Bij. The living entity wanders throughout different planets in different forms and bodies, but if by chance he comes in contact with a bona fide spiritual master, by the grace of the spiritual master, he receives Lord Krishna's he receives Lord Krishna's shelter, and his devotional life begins. Text seven. Even though one may be very learned and wise, he is mad if he does not understand that the endeavor for sense gratification is a useless waste of time. Being forgetful of his own interest, he tries to be happy in the material world, centering his interests around his home, which is based on sexual intercourse and which brings him all kinds of material miseries. In this way, one is no better than a foolish animal. Purport In the lowest stage of devotional life, one is not an unalloyed devotee. Anyabhilashita shunyam jnana karma janavritam To be an unalloyed devotee, one must be freed from all material desires and untouched by fruitive activity and speculative knowledge. On the lower platform, one may sometimes be interested in philosophical speculation with a tinge of devotion. However, at that stage, one is still interested in sense gratification and is contaminated by the modes of material nature. The influence of maya is so strong that even a person advanced in knowledge actually forgets that he is Krishna's eternal servant. Therefore, he remains satisfied in his householder life, which is centered around sexual intercourse. Conceding to a life of sex, 
he agrees to suffer all kinds of material miseries. Due to ignorance, one is thus bound by the chain of material laws. Text 8 Pungsak striya mituni bhava metam tayor mito ridaya granti mahuhu ato griyakshetra sutaptabitair janasya mohong yamaham mameti. The attraction between male and female is the basic principle of material existence. On the basis of this misconception, which ties together the hearts of the male and female, one becomes attracted to his body, home, property, children, relatives, and wife, and wealth. In this way, one increases life's illusions and thinks in terms of I and mine. Purport. Sex serves as the natural attraction between man and woman, and when they are married, their relationship becomes more involved. Due to the entangling relationship between a man and a woman, there is a sense of illusion whereby one thinks, this man is my husband or this woman is my wife. This is called Ridaya Granti, the hard knot in the heart. This knot is very difficult to undo even though a man and woman separate either for the principles of Varnashrama or simply to get a divorce. In any case, the man always thinks of the woman and the woman always thinks of the man. Thus a person becomes materially attached to family, property and children, although all of these are temporary. The possessor unfortunately identifies with his property and wealth. Sometimes even after renunciation, one becomes attached to a temple or to the few things that can constitute the property of a sannyasi. But such, attachment, but such attachment is not as strong as family attachment. The attachment to the family is the strongest illusion. In the Satya Sangita, it is stated, Brahmadya yagyavalkyadya Muchante stri saha yinaha, bodhyante kichenaite sham, vishesham chabido viduhu. Sometimes it is found among, among exalted personalities like Lord Brahma that the wife and children are not a cause of bondage. On the contrary, the wife actually helps further spiritual life and liberation. Nonetheless, most people are bound by the knots of the marital relationship and consequently they forget their relationship with Krishna. Text 9 When the strong knot in the heart of a person implicated in material life due to the results of past action is slackened, one turns away from his attachment to home, wife and children. In this way, one gives up the basic principle of illusion, I and mine, and becomes liberated. Thus one goes to the transcendental world.
purport. <clears throat> when, by associating with sadhus and engaging in devotional service, one is gradually freed from the material conception due to knowledge, practice, and detachment, the knot of attachment in the heart is slackened. Thus one can get freed from conditional life and become eligible to return home back to Godhead. Text 10 through 13. <clears throat> o my sons, you should accept a highly elevated Paramahamsa, a spiritually advanced spiritual master. In this way, you should place your faith and love in me, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You should detest sense gratification and tolerate the duality of pleasure and pain, which are like the seasonal changes of summer and winter. Try to realize the miserable condition of living entities who are miserable even in the higher planetary systems. Philosophically inquire about the truth. Then undergo all kinds of austerities and penances for the sake of devotional service. Give up the endeavor for sense enjoyment and engage in the service of the Lord. Listen to discussions about the Supreme Personality of Godhead and always associate with devotees. Chant about and glorify the Supreme Lord and look upon everyone equally on the spiritual platform. Give up enmity and subdue anger and lamentation. Abandon identifying the self with the body and the home and practice reading the revealed scriptures. Live in a secluded place and practice the process by which you can completely control your life, air, mind, and senses. Have full faith in the revealed scriptures, the Vedic literatures, and always observe celibacy. Perform your prescribed duties and avoid unnecessary talks. Always thinking of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, acquire knowledge from the right source. Thus practicing bhakti yoga, you will patiently and enthusiastically be elevated in knowledge and will be able to give up the false ego. Purport. In these four verses, Vishabhadev tells his sons how to become free from the false ego in material conditioned life. One gradually becomes liberated by practicing as mentioned above. All these prescribed methods enable one to give up the material body, lingam vyapohet, and be situated in his original spiritual body. First of all, one has to accept a bona fide spiritual master. This is advocated by Srila Rupa Goswami in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Sri Guru Padashrayaha, to be freed from the entanglement of the material world 
one has to approach a spiritual master. Tad vigyanartam sagadon eva bigachet. By questioning the spiritual master and by serving him, one can advance in spiritual life. When one engages in devotional service, naturally, the attraction for personal comfort, for eating, sleeping, and dressing is reduced. By associating with the devotee, a spiritual standard is maintained. The word Maddeva Sangat is very important. There are many so-called religions devoted to the worship of various demigods. But here, good association means association with one who is simply who simply accepts Krishna as his worshipable deity. Another important item is Dvandva Titiksha. As long as one is situated in the material world, there must be pleasure and pain arising from the material body. As Krishna advises in Bhagavad Gita, tongues, Titikshvasva, Bharata. One has to learn how to tolerate the temporary pains and pleasures of this material world. One must also be detached from his family and practice celibacy. Sex with one's wife, according to the scriptural injunctions, is also accepted as brahmacharya, celibacy. But illicit sex is opposed to religious principles and it hampers advancement in spiritual consciousness. Another important word is vijnana virajita. Everything should be done very scientifically and consciously. One should be a realized soul. In this way, one can give up the entanglement of material bondage. As Sri Madhvacharya points out, the sum and substance of these four shlokas is that one should refrain from acting out of a desire for sense gratification and one should instead always engage in the Lord's loving service. In other words, bhakti yoga is the acknowledged path of liberation. Srila Madhvacharya quotes from the Adhyatma, Atmano vihitam karma, vijaryatvanya, vijaryatvanya karmanaha, kamasyacha padityago, nirihetyahu utamaha. One should perform activities only for the benefit of the soul. Any other activity should be given up. When a person is situated in this way, he is said to be desireless. Actually, a living entity cannot be totally desireless, but when he desires the benefit of the soul and nothing else, he is said to be desireless. Spiritual knowledge is vijnana is vijnana vijnana samanvitam. When one is fully equipped with jnana and vijnana, he is perfect. Jnana means that one understands the Supreme Personality of Godhead to be the Supreme Being. Vijnana refers to the activities that liberate one from the ignorance of material existence. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 2.9.31 
jnanam paramaguyam me yad vijnana saman bitam. Knowledge of the Supreme Lord is very confidential. And the supreme knowledge by which one understands him furthers read that again. Knowledge of the Supreme Lord is very confidential. And the supreme knowledge by which one understands him furthers the liberation of all living entities. This knowledge is Vijnana, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 4.9. Janma karma chame divyam evam yo viti tatvataha jaktva dehang punarjanma naitimam etisorjana. One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world, but attains my eternal abode, O Arjuna. Text 14 As I have advised you, my dear sons, you should act accordingly. Be careful. By these means, you will be freed from the ignorance of the desire for fruitive activity and the knot of bondage in the heart will be completely severed. For further advancement, you should also give up the means. That is, you should not be attached to the process of liberation itself. Purport. The process of liberation is Brahma Jigyasa, the search for the absolute truth. Generally, Brahma Jigyasa is called Neti Neti, the process by which one analyzes existence to search out the absolute truth. This method continues as long as, one, as long as one is not situated in a spiritual life. Spiritual life is Brahma-Bhuta, the self-realized state. In the words of Bhagavad Gita, 1854, Brahma-Bhuta-Prasanatma Samak Sarveshu Bhuteshu Madbhaktim Labate Param one who is thus transcendentally situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman and becomes fully joyful. He never laments nor desires to have anything. He, equal, he is equally disposed to every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. The idea is to enter into the para-bhakti, the transcendental devotional service of the Supreme Lord. To attain this, one must analyze one's existence. But when, is, but when, one, is actually, but when one is actually engaged in devotional service, he should not bother seeking out knowledge. 
by simply engaging in devotional service undeviatingly, one will always remain in the liberated condition. Mamcha yogya vicharina bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samatit yaitan brahmabhuyaya kalpate Bhagavad Gita 14.26 The unflinching execution of devotional service is in itself Brahmabhuta. Another important feature in this connection is anena yogena yatopashedam the, instru the instructions received from the spiritual master must be followed immediately. One should not deviate from, from or surpass the instructions of the spiritual master. One should not be simply intent on consulting books, but should simultaneously execute the spiritual master's order. Mystic power should be achieved to enable one to give up the material conception. But when one actually engages in devotional service, one needs one does not need to pra practice the mystic yoga system. The point is that one can give up the point is that one can give up the practice of yoga, but devotional service cannot be given up. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam one seven ten Atmaramas Chamunayo Nirgranta Apyaruk Krame Kurvant Yat Haitukim Bhaktim Hitam Bhuta Gano Hedihi Even those who are liberated, Atmarama, must always engage in devotional service. One may give up the practice of yoga when one is self realized, but at no stage can one give up devotional service. All other activities for self-realization, including yoga and philosophical speculation, may be given up, but devotional service must be retained at all times. Text 15 If one is serious about going back home, back to Godhead, he must consider the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Summum Bonum, and chief aim of life. If he, is a, if he is a father instructing his sons, a spiritual master instructing his disciples, or a king instructing his citizens, he must instruct them as I have advised. Without being angry, he should continue giving instructions even if his disciple, son or citizen is sometimes unable to follow his order. Ignorant people who engage in pious and impious activities should be engaged in devotional service by all means. They should always avoid fruitive activity. If one puts into the bondage of karmic if one puts into the bondage of karmic activity his disciple, son or citizen, or is bereft of transcendental vision, how will one profit? It is like leading a blind man to a dark well and causing him to fall in. Purport. It is stated in... How long is this purport? Okay. 
It is stated in Bhagavad Gita 3.26 Nabudi Bedam Janayed Ajnanam Karmasanginam Yoshayet Sarvakarmani Vidvan Yukta Samacharan Let not the wise disrupt the minds of the ignorant who are attached to fruitive action. They should be encouraged not to refrain from work but to work in the spirit of devotion. That's how, that's how short. Text 16. <laughs> Due to ignorance, the materialistic person does not know anything about his real self-interest, the auspicious path in life. He is simply bound to material enjoyment by lusty desires and all his plans are made for this purpose. For temporary sense gratification, such a person creates a society of envy and due to this, and due to this mentality, he plunges into the ocean of suffering. Such a foolish person does not even know about this. Purport The word nastadrishti meaning, meaning one who has no eyes to see the future is very significant in this verse. Life goes on from one body to another and the activities performed in this life are enjoyed or suffered in the next life if not later in this life. One who, is in, one who is unintelligent, who has no eyes to see the future, simply creates enmity and fights with others for sense gratification. As a result, one suffers in the next life, but due to being like a blind man, he continues to act in such a way that he suffers unlimitedly. Such a person is a mudha, one who simply wastes his time and does not understand the Lord's devotional service. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 7.25 Naham prakashak sarvasya yogamaya samavritaha mudho yam nabijanati lokomam ajamavyayam I am never manifest to the foolish and unintelligent. For them... I am covered by my internal potency and therefore they do not know that I am unborn and inexhaustible. In the Kata Upanishad it is also said avidyayam antade vartmanana swayam dira panditam manyamanaha Although ignorant, people still go to other blind men for leadership. As a result, both are subjected to miserable conditions. The blind lead the blind into the ditch. And that brings us to 7.44, almost 7.45. We'll step, stop here and tomorrow start again with text 17. And we will wait patiently for the reflections of the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna.
First is Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances at your lotus feet. All Hare glory, Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and your daily reading service of Srimad Bhagavatam. Thank you. Jai Ho to all the assembled sages. All glories to the assembled devotees. Rati Manjuri. Jai Guru Maharaj, lovely to hear the Sanskrit verses being recited as well. Thank you for sharing your taste for reading with us. Thank you, Rati. Thank you very much. I don't chant all of them because it devotees who are not as interested in the Sanskrit, it tends to break up their meditation on the English. But when it when a Sanskrit verse is very popular and is used by Srila Prabhupada often and can be used in our preaching, then I repeat that Sanskrit. Hare Krishna. Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Yes, Sudevi Dasi, I say back to you two words. Hare Krishna. Haribo. Shital Tokas. Yes, Shital. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Dandavat Pranam at your divine beloved lotus feet. Hare Krishna. from Madhuri Radhika Devi Dasi Madhuri Radhika Devi Dasi Hare Krishna Hare Krishna dear Keshava Bharti Maharaj please accept our respectful obeisances all glories to Srila Prabhupada please accept our deepest gratitude for your daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books we have been your listeners for about two and a half years hardly missing a day we are in elderly bodies and have never even dreamt that we would be able to go through all of Srimad Bhagavatam what to speak about going to the second round Thanks to the daily readings, we feel like we have entered a transcendental speed train and are completely hooked on this nectar. <laughs> Reading Srila Prabhupada's books is a treasure, yet in your sessions there is a bonus. Realizations and reflections of assembled sages, plus questions answered and doubts clarified by you, dear Maharaj. We can't imagine our lives without these daily readings. Again, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude and indebtedness to your glorious service and the association of all assembled devotees. Your servants, Jananda Das and Madhuri, Madhuri Radhika Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna Jananda Das and Madhuri, Madhuri, Radhika. Madhuri Radhika Devi Dasi. I must say that that's one of the most touching things that everyone, anyone has ever said to me. I, I, from the core of my heart, I am overwhelmed. My, the cup of my gratitude is running over. And uh, it's the purpose of my life. It is my life to continue relishing Srila Prabhupada's books as, I've, as I have by the first, from the first moment I touched them to now, 50 years, a little more than 50 years. And so what you just said uh, was so meaningful I'm now speechless. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. They're from, they're from New Radhakund, Sweden. New Radhakund, Sweden. Thank you so much. This is from Katie Romaya. Hare Krishna, Katie. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. It's great to see you reading again. 
Maharaj, could I ask you for your could I ask for your blessings? I recently started Bhakti Vaibhava course to understand Krishna and all the glorious personalities better, and to please my Guru Maharaj, His Grace Mahatma Prabhu. Oh, very good. So you're very fortunate to have a bona fide spiritual master, as we've been hearing in this section of the Srimad Bhagavatam, especially all through the Srimad Bhagavatam, but especially in his teachings by Rishabhadev, uh, the importance and the necessity is, 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 is that. But that you come to hear Bhagavatam straight from Srila Prabhupada, uh, verbatim, uh, and cover to cover, is, is never... Uh, should never be distracted. You should always do this. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. And pay my humble obeisances to Mahatma Prabhu, one of my old dear friends. We used to go out in book distribution in a little Volkswagen bug around the San Francisco area uh, in 1973. Hare Krishna. And I know he's attached to Srila Prabhupada's books also. from Subarao Rajagopal. Yes, Subarao Haribo. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily reading service. Very deep spiritual and philosophical instructions by Lord Rishabhadev and enlightening purports by Srila Prabhupada. These verses and purports need to be read again and again to understand and meditate on them. Daily readings Kijai. Yes, I just heard Srila Prabhupada say that it's highly recommended that we hear these books again and again and again and again for the rest of our lives. And even if we're not some big philosophers or scholars or Sanskritists, we will get what we need to go back to Godhead just by hearing these books again and again and discussing them among ourselves. Hare Krishna. From Rohini Nandana Das. Yes, Rohini Nandana. Amazing instructions, very blunt and to the point. Yes. Thank you for reading, Maharaj. Can I please ask, when reading, I often have a question about life that I am trying to digest, and even though I am trying to not put that question into the forefront of the mind in order to avoid skewing my hearing, still it seems that the Bhagavatam is hammering the questions into me. My question is, how much can I trust this perception? of the answers and can it be accepted as having equal weight to the advice of senior devotees or servant I don't understand the question honestly I don't understand the question because the the purports Srila Prabhupada's purports they're not blunt they're direct they're exquisitely written and you can have full faith in them. And you can also have full faith in, in the words of senior devotees. But if you don't know what the books are saying, sometimes you may uh, not know whether or not a senior person is telling something straight from the books. But the... the, 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 the uh, the basis of our faith in Krishna consciousness is resting uh, in Srila Prabhupada's books 
especially his purports because he put himself into these books he said to us uh, if you want to know me then read my books uh, he also said that when he was asked what to do what will happen when you die Srila Prabhupada immediately replied I will not die I will live forever in my books and you will utilize so when you start having doubts between Srila Prabhupada's books or his purports especially and senior devotees and your mind then uh, put your faith in Prabhupada's books and then find out whether or not that person who's giving you some answer uh, is, is actually according to Srila Prabhupada's books or not. It's all there. But like, it's, like we said before, just in the last question, if you read the books again and again and keep reading them again and again, they will answer all your questions. And you will also know whether somebody is telling you something that is not in line with Srila Prabhupada's realizations. Hare Krishna. Um, Goranga Gopal Das. Yes, Goranga Gopal. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Bo. While hearing the instructions of Rishabhadeva to his sons, we can feel the urgency and compassion in which it is being spoken. He explains so clearly the responsibility of one who has people depending on him to get out of the material world. On that point, in verse 15, we heard, quote, If one puts into the bondage of karmic activity his disciples, son or citizen, who is bereft of transcendental vision, how will one profit? Mm. It is like leading a blind man to a dark well and mm. causing him to fall in, mm. end quote. Well, there are two sides to every equation. And the two sides that are required to solve the equation of becoming uh, pure devotees from being mixed devotees lies in having a bona fide spiritual master and, and being a bona fide disciple. So we don't hear so much about what it means to be a bona fide disciple. We hear a lot about who's a bona fide disciple or not. I mean, a bona fide guru or not. But we have to be bona fide disciples. And to be bona fide disciples, we must be sincere and we must be honest and we must be um, not envious. These three qualities are necessary to be able to hear uh, transcendental knowledge. If we're still envious, if we're not honest, if we're not sincere, then there will be other voices in our heads, our minds, uh, and they will conflict and cause doubt. So that doubt must be removed. And this, the serious or sincere disciple, Tadvidi Panipatena Pariprashnena Sevya, he approaches uh, the spiritual master um, with sincerity uh, and, and, and submissiveness and service. And if you do those things, then that knowledge is 
uh, inculcated into your system. Actually, it's already there, but it is awakened in your system. So you can know whether or not you're getting the truth because you can taste it. Your heart will become peaceful. Your restlessness will reduce. And finally, it will go away. And you'll become actually happy. The taste of the pudding is in the eating. And we heard from Shabadev just now that that taste is increased and manifested when one is uh, engaged in the service of the spiritual master uh, and is immediately uh, attached to doing uh, what the spiritual master asks us to do. And we have an unlimited source of balance in Srila Prabhupada's books to test whether or not we are hearing the right thing. Hare Krishna. He added that also I appreciated how Lord Rishabhadeva is warning his sons to be very careful while following his instructions. Verse 14 because it will destroy their material life and sever the knot of bondage in their heart, confirming how potent this process is if performed properly. Well, that's the source of doubts, isn't it? If one doesn't really want to give up material attachments and material conceptions, if it's attached still, then yes, he will become uncomfortable when he hears the truth. truth is that we have to give up the desire for sense gratification. The only way to do that is to accept and to cultivate the desire to please Krishna, our previous acharyas, our spiritual master, and especially our founder acharya and the shiksha guru of everyone in this movement, Srila Prabhupada. And we can know whether we're doing that by reading these books submissively. And when you get that knowledge, the next verse in the Gita says, Yajgatva na punar moham evam yasyasi pandava yena bhutanya sheshani trakshasyo yatatomayi. You won't be uh, subjected to material uh, consciousness anymore because you will see that all living beings but a part of the Supreme, or in other words, Krishna says, they are mine. So cultivate this knowledge. Try to see all living beings to be, to belong to Krishna and dear to Krishna. And then you will uh, transcend doubt. Hare Krishna. Rati Manjiri? Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Coming back into the sacred assembly and hearing you recite Srimad Bhagavatam is like awakening from a deep slumber. Life without it these past weeks was not the same. Hearing live is an extra blessing. Thank you. Well, thank you, Rati. Thank you so much. And it's so good to be back. And it's so good to have you back. Hare Krishna.
She adds that in the past week, two great devotees dear to me have left this world, His Holiness Kadamba Kanana Swami Maharaj and Her Grace Madana Mohana Mohini Devi hmm. Dasi. These events have a sobering effect on me, making me more aware of the transient nature of this life. Well, what can I say except for congratulations? Keep up, keep up the good work, Rati. You're doing the right thing. You're using your talents and your and your abilities and your uh, attachments to lead ecstatic kirtan in public, and that is Lord Chaitanya's movement. And you're giving that taste to others. I can I've seen it myself in the clips that you sent. Hari Krishna. Is from Daityari Hari. Yes, Daityari Hari. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. The verse in purport to text 7 were extremely sobering. The verse explained that even though one may be learned and wise, if he doesn't understand that sense gratification and material life based around sex is a waste of time and full of misery, he is no better than a foolish animal. <laughs> it's quite similar to a point I heard on, heard on a Sunday class yesterday from His Holiness Devamrita Swami. Hmm. He explained in great detail that the material flavors we experience in the human body are actually no different to the flavors experienced by animals like seagulls and pigs. <laughs> we just think it to be different because the conditions appear to be packaged differently, but ultimately it's all the same and it's all ultimately miserable. Well, that's directly from one of Prabhupada's purports and many of his lectures. <laughs> so we can be sure that he's speaking in parampara. Thank you very much for that. This is from Kurt Mayer. Kurt? Mayer. Kurt Mayer. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. I'm so pleased to hear you hear you reading again. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to your service to him. Thank you very much. I am just an aspiring devotee and I will take your words as a blessing. Hare Krishna. Thank you. And from Bhakta Peter. Yes, Bhakta Peter. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. What does becoming attached to the process of liberation, as mentioned in text 14, look like? Well, when as we're prosecuting Krishna consciousness, as we're uh, taking up the process and learning uh, what it is, we're explained uh, the process of liberation in that purport is also elaborated upon to mean neti and neti. It's not this, it's not this, it's not this, it's not this. So that process of finding liberation by, by the process of elimination of what is not liberated is the kind of liberation that is no longer attractive to a person who is performing devotional service because he's already liberated. Hare Krishna. And then Goranga Gopal Das again. Yes, Goranga Gopal. I also heard in purport to verse 14 that one should not deviate from or surpass the instructions of the spiritual master. What is the difference between doing that and trying to be proactive and following the spiritual master's instruction? As long as your proactivity does not go against one of the spiritual master's instructions and as long as you are checking 
that proactivity against the desire of the spiritual master, then you're safe. The difference between following and imitating is, is, is subtly implied in that question. We, we follow by following the instructions. We imitate by acting as if we are more advanced than we are. That's what it means to be honest and free, free from envy. Until we come to the platform of pure devotional service, there may be, as we heard, a tinge sometimes in, with mixed devotion. But if we become honest and free from envy, as the Bhagavatam explains to us in the very beginning, dharma projito kaitravotra paramo nirmatsaranam satam, that this Bhagavatam is meant for persons who are free from envy and who are honest and sincere. Honest and sincerity means not to have ulterior motives. If you have ulterior motives by getting a spiritual master, for example, or learning this knowledge and being able to be more wise than other people and use, use it to get aggrandizement for oneself or profit or adoration or distinction, then we're not yet purified. But that's all right. Just continue to do devotional service and you will be purified by the chanting, by the hearing, by the serving, by helping others to come to Krishna consciousness. If you do that without personal motive, but with the motive of, of helping other people advance and making other, others happy, then you're, you're safe. Hare Krishna. And lastly, Rati says, that comment from you congratulating me made me chuckle. You always have such a transcendental view on life. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to follow Srila Prabhupada Rati. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, I'm trying to stop by 8 o'clock, but it's okay. It's quite all right. Uh, we started a little late today. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Samabeda Bhaktavinda Ki Jai. We've got one more. Okay. Something else from Rati. Yes, Rati. I have heard from His Grace Gargamuni Prabhu that Srila Prabhupada once told a beautiful young reporter visiting his class and asking him, why, if God was good, was there evil in this world? Srila Prabhupada answered, You are good, but still you are passing stool and urine. Does that make you bad? <laughs> End quote. I, I heard that class myself sometime after that. Srila Prabhupada kept repeating this point. I thought that was so funny. It's hilarious. Because it sh it's, it's, it's the epitome of illusion. It's the epitome of illusion. You know, we have a body that's full of unmentionable things and uh, producing bad smells, you know, constantly. And we have to cover it up with perfumes or, you know, fancy this or fancy that or fancy cloth. And then we think that we're okay. We think that we are the body. Yes, it's a cl classic example. Thank you, Rati.
Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samavira Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic. The, the deep, uh, direct, powerful instructions of Vishabdev to his sons. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.